Here we go. All right. Wild times. All right. We are back. We are back. It's so good to be back. Episode number 73, the Wild Times podcast, the wackiest show on the air where we hang out. We talk about wildlife, adventure, nature, what's in the news. We play games, battle royales. DFL top three. I butchered that, but you get the He's point. He's drunk already. A little bit. I've been doing some day drinking. I'm in Chicago. They just eat pizza and beer. They don't do anything else over here. That's what I've heard. I have a delightful drink right now. A space for everyone beer. It's very nice. Yeah. I got my selfie. Anyway, this is the Wild Times honey? podcast. I'm your host, the broologist Forrest Galante. Joining me tonight, not in Chicago, unfortunately is Ritep, the professor of podcasts, PhD in on-air specials. Mr. Ritep, how you doing? I'm good. I want to do uh, an impersonation of Forrest and that intro real quick. Okay. Welcome to the wackiest show on earth. Ooh, we do all these fun games. I'm hammered. Cheers. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. That's pretty accurate. Okay. Glad to be that here. sounded like a Simpsons Happy character. Yeah, it did. <laughs> All right, moving on from that, the the very dapper, the deep voiced, the mm. the producer, the one and only, Mr. What's Patrick up, DeLuca. Patrick just got back from Arizona. How was that, Patrick? Sexy. Oh, it was meant to be a little just relaxing few days, right? Haven't taken okay. a vacation since COVID started, mm-hmm. uh, so it was just like three days. Let's just relax. Well, I got an animal mystery for you. And Ooh, I'll tell you the right end. Yeah! I'll tell you the end. <laughs> there was no relaxing done during my okay. vacation. Oh boy! Um, so booked a dog, uh, a house sitter to watch my dog and my cat. Okay. Used her twice before. Booked her a couple weeks in advance. Confirmed the night before. Well, at the time that we're getting ready to leave, it's not returning calls or texts. Perfect. Okay. In so the now, like a flaky house sitter. In the morning, right? Oh, so, man. Now, while we're trying to line someone else up, she calls me. She's like, oh, I just woke up. Uh, <laughs> I can head over right now. Gets over there. I'm like, just Does like. Does she chain smoke cowboy killers? Is no, that why her voice like, sounds talks like that? like a slack-jawed surfer. Okay, gotcha. Like, uh. All right. So anyway, long story short, uh, does a bunch of weird stuff. Uh, I have a dog bone that I instructed her to put peanut butter in. Mm-hmm. Instead, she put it in the mouth of a rubber chicken. Ruin the rubber chicken. Confusing. Uh, okay. My Wait, television remote. Just over the course of it, it gets oh, weird. Let this bitch stay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, ate a full sleeve of Pringles that was unopened. Uh, <laughs> left the left the refrigerator open. Everything spoiled and ruined. No Holy way. Shit. Took a single A battery out of a remote. Here's the good no part. No way. Yep. For a vibrator. Possibly. <laughs> a day in it. On the second day. She did this all in one day because on the second okay. day, she texts me in the morning. Hey, just uh, maybe have a friend fill in for me. Don't think I'm going to be able to do this. No way. Oh, You're kidding. I swear God. to God. Who, 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 is this like a service you that you hired? Me? It was yeah, someone I this? found off of Rover.com and I'd used her twice and she was great. And I was so I just texted her directly. Right. And I, What's her and full I just, name and address? <laughs> Repeater, you can't go over there. But, dude, the amount of time I spent, which I thought would be poolside with cocktails, was frantically pacing around dealing with dog-sitting catastrophes. Oh, dude. 
It's, I had no idea about so the remote stressful. battery. I mean, that is ridiculous. That's insane. Bro, there is yeah. nothing worse than dog stress, man. My dog was sick dog for stress. four days last week, just not eating, puking, and you're just like, you're looking up everything. Oh, he's got fucking cancer. He's got MS. Like, he's there's something <laughs> wrong with him. He's got and Luke Gehrig's. And then in the back of your head, you're like, I don't want to take him to the vet yet because it's going to cost a thousand dollars. They're going to run mm-hmm. all these tests, each one three hundred dollars. Yeah, and yeah I'm just, so sure. finally I take no him. No question. They give him they give him some basically dog Xanax and uh, and she's like, <laughs> and she's like, give, give him peptid AC and it costs three hundred bucks. I'm like, great, okay. What did they diagnose him with? Like nervous Nelly syndrome? Like, what did he need Xanax for? That's <laughs> <laughs> making him so. So I don't know. There, there, there was no diagnosis. I, I just, they're like, here, do That's this. That's the best joke Patrick has ever told, by the way. <laughs> I didn't what think did he was going to for us. <laughs> I didn't well, they hear it. diagnosed him with nervous Nelly syndrome. It's the best joke you've ever told. Dude, a puking dog. I'm not sober. A puking dog doesn't typically need Xanax to calm the nerves. Or like, yeah, he's Dude, thunder sorry, and lightning really got him. Yeah. Well, the thing, the thing that really is scary is when the dog won't eat. That's when I, my stomach starts to hurt. Yeah, All right. that's fruit, bro. Well, for what us, happened? What was the, hold on, started. before we move yeah. on, before we move on, what was the upshot of this dog sitting situation? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, so I just ended up just calling a friend. Yeah, who was like, hey, like this is a huge favor to ask. Can you just stop what you're doing and go to my house for the next two days? <laughs> and he just literally was like, sure. No, and I was like, that oh, was nice. Uh, uh, okay. Was it Ethan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's not doing shit anyways. That's yeah, but great. very nice Good. of him. But, I, but it Good. was just like the way that she just sent a casual text on day two of a, of a dog sit and just goes, hey, like maybe see if you can have a friend fill in. I'm not going to be able to finish up. Oh, my right. God. Meanwhile, dude. this and is then, someone you're paying asked, for a service. Can you send a Zell? Now for yesterday, you should have sent her one for 99 cents. That's insanity. (laughs) It's brutal. Well, anyway, we're back. That's gross. We're all back. We're back for us. All right. So, yeah, no, I'm here. I never left. Um, look, are you? There's a lot going on. Uh, I've been getting Brosner DMs up the yin yang. I mean, just left and right, they're all over the place. One of the biggest DMs that I've been getting, or one of the most common ones that I've been getting, is why aren't you guys in the studio? What WTF, mate, as they say, is going on? And uh, simply put, guys, I'm in Chicago, okay? Chicago. I don't have a studio here. All right, Papa P's in Arizona worrying about his... pizza and your PBR. Yeah, I'm over here. Papa P's in Arizona. He's doing his thing. Ritep's got Nervous Nelly puppy going on. Like, there's a lot going on. So we're going back to the studio. What? We're in studio next week, right, guys? Uh, I hope. Should be. Should be. Yeah. We're back in the studio next week. Let's get in there. Everyone's back in California. You know, we're still paying for the studio, just so all you brosters know. We're still paying for it. We still got it. It's coming back. But we're just not there at the moment because we're busy. We're traveling. And we didn't want to miss shows for you guys. So that was a question I was getting, and I figured figured it was important we addressed it. Yeah. I think it's pretty cool that we have a virtual studio still, though. I mean, that we can even do this is still – and that we're fucking experts at this in the virtual studio shit. We're the best – people on earth sure. in the virtual studio. We've been doing it longer than anyone, I feel like. So Why not? enjoy. All right. Look, at Sam Buffo wrote me wrote wrote a DM and he said, Who wins in a cage fight? Cage match, sorry. Hippo or lion? Uh Ritep, why don't okay. you why don't you 
So it's important to note that they're locked in a cage. We're tapped now. Right? Correct. It's mm-hmm. it's let's call it what? Eighty square feet? Yeah, it's an octagon. They're fighting okay. in an octagon. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're tapped. I don't let's think go. they'd both fit in there. Uh, I'm gonna say hippo because I, I just I absolutely know that that's the answer because I just do. I, there's no way anything can destroy a hippo. It weighs like ten thousand pounds. Uh, yeah. Patrick, it, what do you got? What do you got? Uh, I'm gonna go lion actually. And if they're in an octagon, a hippo weighs at most four thousand pounds. By the way, uh, I think <laughs> the nimbleness, the nimbleness and quickness of the lion, and it's cardio, right? A lot of times you see a yeah. cage match. It's mm-hmm. the guy who has the better cardio, especially with bigger guys, wins. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, but you're, ta- you're talking about like a fucking heavyweight going against a featherweight, mate. In that case, I will always take the heavyweight. But if I'm saying, okay, when you get into to heavyweight fights, UFC mm-hmm. fights, yeah. these guys are oftentimes these guys will be like 230 up to like 265. Yeah, they're, they're big guys. And cardio sure. always comes into play. And this is not yeah. a fight till death, right? So I think the lion's cardio over the hippos uh, is it's just gonna it's gonna outlast him, it's gonna outnimble him, it's gonna take chunks out of his rear end, his legs, it's gonna stay away from the mouth. Lion. Uh, now I've got uh, this know, one. Forrest, agree with me immediately. No, Let's look. Here's on. what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. At on first glance, I was like Sam Buffo. You're you're a nitwit. Your name should be <laughs> Sam Buffoon. Don't be so oh. silly. That's that was, bringing back middle school memories uh, for Sam. Uh, another another notch on the uh, insults the the uh, Brosners. Yeah, we belt. just we just lost another one, but that's fine. <laughs> My point and let's hear me now. First, I thought you're a buffoon. What a silly question. Obvious hippo, and then and that's where I read with you, Ritap. Knee jerk reaction. Right. Obvious hippo, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I was like, wait a minute. If if they are stuck in a small space, basically uh-huh. very similar to what Patrick said. The agility of the lion is what's going to win him the fight because they're stuck in this small space. They're contained. Hippos are very lumbersome, and they're not like an elephant where they they sort of have this like graceful ability with their trunk and they can sort of spin around quickly. They're just kind of like a freight train that goes with a big mouth. And I actually think when stuck in the octagon, the lion might win it over time because I don't think the hippo is going to corner him. They're not agile enough. That's my guess. I don't know. Agreed. How and by the way, now can you apologize to Sam Buffo for for judging his yes. question too quickly before you thought That's about it properly? That's what I'm saying. I'm 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 very judgmental. I have knee jerk reactions. I thought you yeah. were a nitwit, and turns out you're a very very intelligent person. And I love well, having great. you. On. Follow our now show. one, so. now at least one fan likes Pat, so that's great. Uh, well, <laughs> I just, I just peeped Sam Buffo. He also appears to play lacrosse at Iowa State. Uh, nice. I attempted to play lacrosse in seventh grade and was the worst player on the team and just quit. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's the second sport that you've told us about that you quit when you were. A There's boy. many more coming. Uh, <laughs> I, I got he was a only DM. good at scheming and scamming when he scheming was and scamming. Yeah. It was a club, not a sport. Uh, Chris, Chris McGinnis reached out, said, Hey, oh, Forrest Shark Week bros would be swell wild times guests and all. But I've got a sense that the real slam dunk of a guest would be one hour of Stephen Rockmael. <laughs> <laughs> so, for those of you who are new to the show, oh, Forrest I and I have talked about Steve. Uh, Forrest talks God. about Steve in his book quite a bit. 
Um, I do. He is the guy who handles all the logistics for a lot of these big outdoor shoots and difficult mm-hmm. to get to places. He's a real character. He says everything costs thirty or forty thousand dollars. dollars. Even if you're just like, we need a we need a lobster trap. He's yeah. like, it's forty thousand dollars. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> he would Steve, be. I'm looking guess. at it on Amazon. It's literally eighteen ninety nine. <laughs> but, I, yeah. but by the time you ship it and you order it and it comes from China, it's around $30,000. We yeah. don't have that kind of money. <laughs> Steve, if you can ship it. Here. Now, I got to ship it to South Africa and have someone smuggle it in. That costs $30,000. <laughs> I got to meet this guy. Dude, he's amazing. He's such a character. We do have to have him on the show. He's constantly yeah. having things smuggled over borders where I'm like, I guarantee we could have carried that thing in. Like. He knows yeah. more smugglers in Africa than <laughs> anyone. Maybe anyone else. Yeah. Anyone. It's insane. Yeah. And it's all for legal for legal tender. He's like, well, it might just not be safe to fly with the drone. So we'll just we'll bring it through the border. And I'm like, is that legal? Steve? Like, I know a guy. I know a guy. And I'm like, yeah, yeah that yeah. doesn't really answer my question. Yeah, <laughs> I can't we, wait we to will have try him on and, get and, Steve then, on. and then have a special rendition of Pat's math for him. So he can just spend forty five minutes doing that <laughs> oh, to get he'll to forty thousand dollars. No, he'll he'll nail Pat's math, no question. Um, yeah, that's a hell of a DM from Chris. Wow, what a call! Good call, McGinnis. Good, Good call. Yeah. What you else got you anything, got? For you got us? anything stacked up, Ritep? I got a couple more. I could I could dig for a sec. Ritep, you got any? Well, I mean, I I I got everything you guys got. I'm all like, right. I got one. Here we go. Yeah, Quinn, the cryptid guy, right? He sends he sends a fair amount of DMs. He's a fun he's a fun broster. Um, a frisk. He said, did a you guys fun, see this? What are Forrest's thoughts? And I'm going to turn that over to the group. Worst TV show idea ever, or could you have hooked up with someone when you're sleeping, when you're sleep deprived and been without toilet paper for weeks? And the show that he's referring to is Discovery Channel's new Naked and Afraid of Love. It's Naked and Afraid turned dating show. Ritep, your thoughts. Well, so I've actually, I think we asked... Somebody's been asked this question in an interview from Naked and Afraid, and they literally were just repulsed. They were like, absolutely not. It's the last thing on my mind when I'm out there trying to survive. Like, zero sexual feelings. I mean, I think if you were just like a beast out there, like Laura and that guy she was with who just dominated I mean, yeah. they might end up fucking because they're out there just thriving, <laughs> eating food. They have a beautiful shelter well, built. You know, first, why don't, you, why don't you call Laura live on the air right now and see if she yeah, let's agrees do with let's what do. Ritep just said in the same terminology he just said it. My thoughts are that if you're, if, if you're thriving out there. Hey, Laura, uh, Ritep just figured that, you know, the guy you're with's a beast and you guys are going to start fucking you. Yes or no? You hot or cold on this idea? Yeah. Uh, nah. Now, my, my thought is just that... Yeah, like if you're out there thriving and you're fucking just crushing it, you have enough food, you don't have to worry about anything. You got a nice, soft leaf bed in a covered shelter. You're not worried about dying. Why wouldn't you fuck? Okay. But well, 99% of them won't, I would say. Yeah, and since you ha- you have never been, you've never stayed in anything less than a four-star hotel room. Except for that motel <laughs> we stayed at in Santa Barbara. Uh, in Santa Barbara, yeah. My pizza. Yeah, it was motel disgusting. <laughs> Uh, Forrest. So, Forrest, what do you think? Naked and afraid dating? I mean, you've done naked and afraid. Look, C- could I, you have felt amorous towards your partner? Look, <laughs> should I get should I get should I get deep on the pod for a second? Yeah, yeah baby. Look, I was arguably with the, the probably the hottest girl that's ever been on the show. Right, like she was very attractive 
physically. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, she, yeah, no, mentally she was, she was going. a dud. No, listen, I'm going to tell, tell you guys straight. Physically, she was hot. I was like, damn, this is very surprising. Um, get out there. Hour like one through four, you're like, I could totally do this. Like, she's hot. I'm here. We're naked. Whatever. Like, cameras are leaving later. We'll see what happens. This is honest to God what I was thinking. Not that it was going to happen, but, you know, you're a guy to back your mind thoughts. You're like, yeah, this could, this is, this is like, this is a thing. She's cute, whatever. Then you're like four hours in. You're already covered in filth because you've been building a shelter. Like, you've seen it all. You know what I mean? Like, you've right. seen it. There's nothing more to see. You've seen her bend over to hack something, and you're like, ugh, I didn't really need to see that. Like, you, you know, you, you've seen her, like, slap herself in the face with a tit while she's, like, grabbing something. You know, you've, see, you've, seen, you've seen my bundle get scraped across a, bun, a pile of bamboo while I'm, while I'm latching stuff. Like, you've seen it all at four hours in. And at that point, there's no mystery left. None. There's nothing. There's no what would it be like, what would it feel like, who is that. Nothing. It's just yuck. You're just like, yuck. I, I watched you bend over and pick that thing up. You're butt naked. You know, you saw me scrape my genitals on a on a rock 10 seconds ago. Yuck. Like, I don't want to touch you. You don't touch me. There will be none of this from here on out. And that's it. It takes like four hours and you're just like, ugh, woof. No. Like, not even not even 21 days from now after we've showered and all that. No, because the mystery's gone. It's gone. Right. I've seen it. I know what's there. I'm good. I don't need you've to touch. It, you've smelled it. You've everything, man. It, yeah. And it, and it oh, just goes downhill well. from there. Yeah, um, no, it's it's not good. Shelter in a hole. I say no. Do you do you think that there will be love connections? It sounds like you, you're you're thinking no. Well, I mean, I'm I think there have no. to be. Otherwise, it'll I'm be a think, disaster. Right? I'm the thinking show? no well, on course. the premise of 21 days of hardcore survival with two people that have nothing in common that are shoved into a difficult situation. Pun now, intended. And you're and you're naked, which is gross, by the way. If you're clothed, it's an entirely. If you're clothed, literally, if I'm clothed and have a bar of soap, it's a different ordeal. I'm like, okay, there's some mystery. I wonder what's going on under that shirt. By the way, I'm gonna go good. take a river. I'm gonna go take a river bath and smell like a champ. Like you know, let's see what happens. But the yeah. the nakedness, the the fact that there's, I'm sure in the naked afraid of love, they're gonna give them things. They're gonna have back with stuff in it because they're not survivalists they're just people i imagine okay so and they'll probably give them like ro- like they'll probably do competitions where they could win a romantic treat i imagine <laughs> there's gonna be something the bowl of yeah. tater tots yeah uh, <laughs> well they're i mean it's definitely you guys know this it's gonna be produced in in a way where of course there's gonna be connections whether be. Or, yeah whether or not they're real or what everything's real is gonna be up it in the must air. be anyway yeah. I, I I just the concept of being in the situation I was in w- with anybody romantically is is yuck. Like to the point that I'm like, how did humans actually become the dominant species on the planet? Because <laughs> why were cavemen and women humping? Because that's just revolting. Don't do it. Gross. Well, if you want to see something revolting, we should we should uh, rewatch how you introduce yourself to your partner on naked. That was afraid. delightful. Thank you very it was much. Repugnant, and I I'd venture to say if we look at it repugnant. from her perspective, she she only was mortified by you, and that really put her off, and that's why you guys didn't get along. Um, could really be fucked that up, and that's fair. But then you guys bet on jungle potatoes, and she quit. So. <laughs> At Dave. Dave sent us a TikTok and said, is this true? Do we really not know where eels come from? Uh, so a guy posted a TikTok named 
Cole the Science Dude, where he sort of explained, you know, we have no idea where eels come from. It's this whole convoluted thing. I'll, I'll tell you, I know a bit about it, right? So basically, okay. the, the context of this, and Forrest, you and I have talked about this before on the podcast, this idea that people don't really know much about eel mating, but we have this mm -hmm. idea that North American and European eels go way, 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 way out into the ocean. They lay these weird little glass see-through looking things. And those yep, things elvers. journey, elvers journey thousands of miles and swim up rivers and, and that's mm -hmm. where they live. Um, what, what he's really referencing is the fact that it's never been witnessed, right? So no one, okay. the, it's all, it's all a matter of inference by science. It's not a behavior that's been actually documented, uh, in the sense of the, they, so they think that North American and European eels both travel to this place called the Sargasso Sea, which okay. is just north is of that? the, Berm it's north of the Bermuda Triangle, right? In the sort of in the Caribbean. Yep. I'm looking at it now. Sar Got it. Total side note, uh, the Sargasso Sea, I just, uh, we, we did a, an episode about it in uh, a show I did for Nat Geo last year. It's really cool. Sargasso stands for sargassum, which you know what that is, Forrest? The, the seagrass. Sea sargassum? Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the Sargasso Sea is basically a, like a cyclone current. And what it causes is basically a doldrums. So oh, it, it was a place where if you got, and then, so the sargassum just piles up, ships would get stuck. At one point they did a survey in the late 1800s and there was, I think, 2,000 or 1,600 ghost ships just float, oh, wow. just sitting in the doldrums stuck in sargassum hmm. where the, you know, the crew probably all died, you know, all died a long time ago. Right, um, right. Wow. That's so they amazing. think the eels go to the Sargasso Sea and that's where they, that's where they lay their elvers and mate. But no adult seals have, or sorry, eels have ever been documented there. So it's all a matter of inference and we don't really know exactly what the deal is. What's your take on this for us? Well, I think that's interesting. I mean, we've never seen a great white shark give birth, but we're not like, hey, they materialize out of the haze. You know what I mean? Like we know that not they give yet. birth. That's true, yeah. but you know, so I mean, I think that the location specific information is interesting and I'm curious what they're basing that on, whether that's, you know, maybe they're finding sargassum in the elvers bellies or DNA from that region that's unique to something. I mean, who knows? Um, so I think that information's interesting. I'm sure if they're speculating that there's a good reason behind it, but uh, it's, it's cool. I mean, it, I feel like the... The clickbaitiness of like we don't know where eels come f can't, comes from is right. a lot more appealing than it, than being like, hey, yeah, eels breed in this deep place that's really hard to get to and we haven't seen it, right? You right. know, so it's yeah, like it's it, lame. You don't yeah. know social media. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but let me say this: what's cool about it is anytime there's a, a mystery that's still a mystery in the animal kingdom, it's great. cool. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Yeah, we think we know everything. As human beings, we think we've got it all I, dialed. And by the way, like the average person who knows nothing thinks that we as a species know everything about animals. Do you know what I mean? Like if you yeah. go talk to a guy on the street, random guy, walk up to him and be like, hey, do we know every animal in the world? They're going to be like, of course. You know, they think we know everything. And I'll be like, can you yeah. name five? He'll be like, dog, cat turtle you know like <laughs> like you know he's not gonna know it but he thinks that like the arrogance of human nature is that we is the assumption that we know everything which is just guys preposterous I, I, on that note i got i got a question do you guys know uh 
What motivates beavers to build their dams? What motivates them? Like why they why they choose to what, build dams? Why do they do it? Yeah. Uh, because they want a shelter. Forest? Uh, it's really I interesting. I, I don't okay. know. I have no idea. I mean, they use them for shelter. They use them for reproduction. I mean, they the reason they, they chop down trees for their teeth and blah, blah, blah. But no, I, I don't know. Tell me why. Get this. So they build their dams as an instinct to stop the sound of water leaks. Water leaks. Can you fucking believe that? So, so they don't it, like the sound of rushing water. So even so, they did an experiment where, and they just played the noise out of a speaker, and uh-huh. even the uh, speaker sound will cause them to build a dam over it, even if it's over concrete with no visible water. How fucking right, crazy because, is that? Because the dam creates a little pond inside of the dam, and then they live in that still pond. Interesting. I don't know if you're, I don't know if you're seeing the slow clap, but it, it's been 73 episodes, and you just brought something to the table. Like, what? that's huge. That's <laughs> huge. Like, we do all we do, guys. Mark it down. 15 hours of uh, Patreon episodes. So. We, do, we, do, <laughs> we do a wildlife show. 73 episodes in. I'm not kidding. You just blew my mind. That's Listen, fucking awesome. Peter, you should get a 73 tattooed right on that big pasty white <laughs> forehead of yours. Do it, dude. Here's here's the thing. I'm going to get a tattoo that says damn on this cheek and beaver on this cheek. So fuck everybody. <laughs> That's great. Damn beaver. I'll tell, uh, you, I'll, I'll tell you what, though. The only reason that uh, I have not come up with any facts, because trust me, I go through fucking Reddit constantly and just save stuff. But then when, when I'm on the, the air, it's just like I'm just scrolling through my phone. It's like, fuck that, dude. I'm so, I'm so dude, lazy. I'd whatever, man. I, I, I'm present. not trying to make fun of you. That's super interesting. Forrest, Seriously. How about this? 73 episodes, and I've not seen you once eat Taco Bell, you fucking little bitch. It's true. It's been years. Wow. Years. Wow, can we, Peter. We, hey, can, I have an idea. I have an idea. Mm, I have an idea. You ready? Ooh. The next, the next in-studio session... I say we spend $40 on Taco Bell and do a Eat. tasting live on Patreon. Oh, no, I'm serious. Good. That's a Let's good do a problem. live Taco Bell tasting on, pa- on, on not Patreon. Yeah, Patreon on Patreon. That's a great Let's idea because I want to eat that. And I, I haven't had, <laughs> I'm not kidding. I think the last time I had Taco Bell, I was 17 years old. Uh-oh. There's going to be an edit here. Is he stopped for you? Shit, He's good. You guys there? Okay. So this is 24. He's frozen. Hey, you, you just froze for a good like minute oh, there. Good, you're back. I thought I'd lost you guys. Um, We're here. Should we just uh, pick it up it, from here? Just say the last time you've eaten Taco Bell because Got the last it. time yeah. you've eaten Taco Bell. I'm not kidding. I think the last time that I've eaten Taco Bell, I was 17 years old. Lame. Was this uh, Taco Bell in existence 40 years ago? You're, you're 57, an old joke. Right? I see. I see what you're doing there. An old <laughs> that's, joke. <laughs> that's weird to make a joke to the youngest guy on the podcast. Uh, that's fascinating. <laughs> I mean, I he liked looks it. old. Hey, by I the way, our, ginger. Our zookeeper buddy Mason Kleist uh, hit me. Ooh, up. I owe Mason a book. I got to send Mason the book. I told him I'd send him a book. Anyway, go on. Yeah, you've been gone. He's understanding. Uh-huh. But he sent me a correction from last week. Apparently, I fucked up during the battle royale. And and uh, commented that the spider monkey arms would give my animal opposable thumbs. To which he responded, "Nope, no thumbs." He said, "Spider monkeys don't have opposable thumbs, mate. Their hands are shaped like hooks for gripping branches. They're one of a kind." Do you say mate or do you say <laughs> Love idiot? That guy. He said mate, yeah, and then I I wrote back, 
fuck off and die, Mason. Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't. I said, thanks, oh, mate. I'll correct myself. Wait, yeah, I didn't good. know this. Spider monkeys don't have opposable thumbs. This blows my no, mind. No, he's right. They're he's such right. That climbers. Is. So yeah. I was I was looking at uh, the artist rendition of our last week's battle royale that I put up on the Instagram, and he he drew thumbs. However, you're gonna have to redo that one there, <laughs> Tyler Owls. Because no, it's no it's thumbs. legit one of the only primates that don't have thumbs, by the way, which is very very weird. And yeah, just you happen to pick one and drop the old opposable thumb game, which is fair because it's a primate. You'd think it would, but yeah, very weird. So Beaumont25 uh, commented on that artist rendition of The Last Battle Royale, and he said, if Patrick doesn't choose something other than an elephant in the next Battle Royale, I'd be astounded. This guy goes for absolute size every week. That's Makes not me true. Think, I'm, that's not I'm a, true. I'm a you're, size you're, queen. You're, you're walking all over the punchline. <laughs> oh, Makes sorry. me think he is compensating for something. Oh, <laughs> I see what you did there. It's not quite a punchline. It's more like a, a slap. It's a slight line. It's a slight line. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. This is a little tease. I won't be picking an elephant, but we do have an elephant-themed battle royale. Whoa. Coming, coming at you. <laughs> All right. I love uh, that. Wait, Peter, do you want to see me do a spin kick real quick? Yes, oh, of course. So oh, much. Always. Yes. Always. Oh, my God. Now let's narrate this. So he's standing up now. He's oh my god! <laughs> I think he's trying to be Joe Rogan, except it was what? really poor form. Look great, man. Look great. Really nice. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. No, you're you're killing it. That's amazing. Forrest's face is purple. Forrest might die. For those who are not watching on YouTube. You keep listening because he may die on this podcast. He's so he's got the giggles. I'm not that <laughs> drunk, but it, uh, good for you, Patrick. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. thanks, you man. know, that's yeah, I, you're you're doing it. Like, I'm so good. proud of you. Felt I good, will say, though, good. It, 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 it look it looked like it felt good, but you really are progressing nicely into your dad bod. I like that. That's real nice. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Four days on vacation Sugary drinks, just getting room service, flatbreads left and right. No no workouts. No workouts. Four days, correct? Did about an hour and a half at the driving range and played a very lazy 45 minutes of tennis. So no workouts. (laughs) No, neither of those guys. Driving range is not like a calorie burner. It's a shoulder fucker upper. Like it doesn't make your shoulder very sore. Tennis, though. Tennis is a... Burner. I mean, if you're playing a hard game of tennis, you're you're drenched. This was oh, me dude, teaching is, the lady yeah. how to play tennis, so it was not that a less burner. so. Yeah, yeah, that yeah less exactly. So. Yeah, but still, right, tennis good, can be a good, good one. Forrest, before right, we get uh, off the rails, man, give us one yeah, news story because you you had a couple. No, that that's where I was going. What's in the that's news? That's where I was going. Sir, news from the underground. All right, very good. What's what is in the news? Um, so there's one that's floating around. I don't know if you guys have seen this or not. It's It's been everywhere. There was a tortoise um, in the Seychelles that was filmed preying on a hummingbird. Have you guys seen this at all? At all? Yeah. No. yeah I, it's been sent a thousand times in the Discord and on the Instagram. So I'm sure people are going to be stoked to yeah. hear our take. So let's talk about it. Let's break it down. So in the video, if you haven't seen it, there you just see a tortoise. He's cruising along as a tortoise does, not at high speed, 
And it's not a hummingbird. It's, a, it's some small species of, as I call, I think it's a chick, actually. I think it's a chick of a tern, which is a seabird. And the bird starts, I don't have it in front of me, but it sort of starts, like, irritating the tortoise and kind of, like, pecking at his face. And the tortoise takes, like, a lunging bite at him. Okay? No yeah. big thing. Well, yeah. Bird annoys tortoise. Tortoise bites bird. Whatever. But then the it continues. And the tortoise starts to make his advances. And this, this turn chick, as I believe it was, is um, just sort of not backing down because it's just a very small bird. And sure enough, the tortoise comes over, gobbles up the thing's head, crushes <laughs> its head in its mouth... The, the, the chick falls off the log, and it just goes and chows the whole damn thing. Oh, nice meal. I mean, yeah, this is, this is what I would do, too. Well, so tell us. But, but okay, why is this shocking? Why is this I guess, weird, yeah. Right, I guess that's what people aren't getting here. Okay, this is an animal. This is a tortoise that is known to be exclusively, exclusively vegetarian. They, ah. are, they are herbivores. They are fruits. And grasses and things like that. So to see this tortoise intentionally go and eat this chick is pretty bizarre. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, Forrest, the motivation, obviously, is the motivation that it was being annoyed by the chick and then had a bite and then was like, hmm, this isn't bad. Absolutely not. If you look at it, it is undeniably hunting it, like like chasing after it. And I think what this wow. is, it almost it goes back to something that we were talking about earlier, is the idea that we think we know everything. Okay. About <laughs> right. everything. Well, right. And you do. Yes. I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not saying that the tortoises are the new alpha predator of the Seychelles, right? And like birds watch <laughs> out. Like that's not the case. Yeah. But let, let me let me let me give you this in an analogy. Okay. Okay. There was there was Two or three, and this is going to be weird for a lot of people, but I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to throw myself under the bus here. There were two or three months of my life where I did not want to eat meat cooked. I wanted to eat it raw. And I was eating like carpaccios and things like that. And then I was buying like really high quality burger meat and eating it with a spoon and A1 sauce uncooked because I How, was. Oh, what are you, a yeah. Navy seaman from the early 1900s? Listen, listen. So. I had, I found out later when I explained this to a friend who was a doctor that I, at that time, I want to say it was iron, but it might've been something else, likely had an iron or whatever it was Ah. deficiency. And Mm. so it was wiring my brain to tell my brain, Hey, you, what's going to taste good is it wasn't iron. I'm trying to remember what the hell it was that you get in raw meat that when you cook it, it goes away. But anyway, doesn't matter. Potassium. No, no, I can't remember what it was. Anyway, it was wiring my brain to tell my brain that those things would taste good to get that deficiency to go away because I hadn't been eating enough of that because God knows where I'd been before that. And (laughs) those things happen. That is an individual case, right? That doesn't mean like, hey, all human beings should eat raw meat now, right? And what I'm getting at is it's probably the same thing with this tortoise. It probably Mm. had a protein deficiency. It probably saw an opportunity to eat something that it hadn't eaten before. And maybe its brain was wired to go, hey, you need protein. You're not getting enough in the diet that you're being fed or that you're eating. Hey, here's a shiny bird. Maybe it's good to eat. I mean, maybe it's a deranged tortoise, but the the point is we just, we don't know everything. And it's interesting to see this kind of behavior. And you just just never know. Does thiamine ring a bell? Because that's that's the that, that is the thing was. we get from meat that that doesn't retain when it's cooked as well. That must, uh, must iron have been and what zinc it was. retain very well. That's super interesting. I'll tell you what. 
I got a little animal mystery that that that's that ties in with what the story is here. Okay. It's a quick one. Get to the resort where we're staying in Scottsdale. Okay. So mm-hmm. that's all the mm-hmm. context you need. Where it's okay. summer, Scottsdale, 108 Arizona. degrees, Scottsdale, Arizona. I'm like, before we even go drop the bags, been a six hour drive. I'm stressed out because I've been dealing with dog sitter crazy <laughs> shit, peanut butter in the chicken's <laughs> mouth. What do you feed your dog besides your own dick? And I say, <laughs> let's just sit at this bar and have a quick beer. It's the inside okay. bar that looks out at the pool, right? I see a falconer walking around uh, okay. with a, okay. uh, which we, we uh, I found out is a called a ferruginous, am I pronouncing that wrong? A ferruginous hawk. Okay, okay, so is this, this guy's walking around with one of those on his arm? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a ferruginous okay. hawk, which it turns out is because I became best friends with this guy, obviously, because I'm, I'm great. Uh, but it's the biggest. Text to me, I love fucking meeting oh, people yeah. on vacation. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> yeah. it's it's the biggest hawk in North America. It's it's two wow. feet tall. This hawk, Holy this shit. big big hawk, fifty inch wingspan. So anyway, he's got it. Crazy. I think, oh, he's just there to do something fun. Like, this is a fun thing that, like, the kids that are staying at the resort, he does little hawk shows or whatever. That's not sure. why he had the hawk. <laughs> why did he have the hawk? He was Peter, hunting. you go first. I think uh, I know the answer, so, so you go first. Ah, uh, man, so uh, I'm going to say <laughs> a two-foot hawk that's huge. I legit think he was out there trying to catch some kind of fucking coyote or some kind of pest or something. That's my guess. Yeah. He was hunting okay. something. Forrest, what do you got? Pigeon problem. You got a pigeon problem at the close. resort. Close very, close. very. You're both. Clo- I mean, Forrest is a little closer, but yes. So we then go drop our bags in the room, go out to the pool. Okay. They serve food. Hawk they serve there. drinks. Hawkeye is. Uh, I'll tell you what. This hawk needs to get his shit together. They need a few more hawks because they. The pool. Oh, I know. Area, I know. I know. Do I know? Can I guess one more time? Yeah. Yeah. Guess. Seagull problem. Bro, I would have traded one of this bird that they had the problem with for 15,000. I would let five seagulls loose in my room to get rid of one of these fuckers. They now have I'm a bird, really curious. Dude, they have a bird there called the grackle. Okay, it, yeah, I know what grackles it, are. Man, they are it, the name sounds like what it looks like. It's covered in like <laughs> it just looks greasy. It's got this zombie zombie look to it. Uh, they're smaller. They're about the size of a pigeon, but, but svelter. They look yeah, it looks like, like a starling. It yeah. looks like a bird that the bad school in Harry Potter would do a spell <laughs> to make them come, come out. They just look like they haven't showered. They're unkempt. They're, they're vulgar. And I swear on my life, unkempt. they are the boldest animal I've ever seen. I mean, dude, they're a rabid raccoons in upstate New York that are more timid than one of these grackles. Wow. Wait, Bro, so this thing, yeah. They, they came and took, I was holding my drink and it, no. a grackle came and took the pineapple wedge. Shut up. Oh no my way. God. I swear. I do. I have multiple witnesses. Arizona. Yeah. Dude, uh, so, so this guy was there to fucking, as like an exterminator, this thing eats these, these, uh, these yeah, I think it's, it scares them away. Like he releases it every so often and it scares the grackles off. But they're onto it, man. Holy they figured shit. out the pattern. The second that thing lands on the guy's arm, boom, grackle they're infusion. Yeah. No Listen, way. We, we talked about one time. That's somebody, wild. 
Somebody one time asked us, you know, what's up with the fact that we still stock lakes the way we do with B-52 bombers just dropping baby trout yeah, into them? Because it's rad. Yeah, and so is this. <laughs> I prefer this over any type of fucking electronic technology, technological advancement. I want, I want 20 of these guys walking around every resort I ever go to, clearing out <laughs> it's, seagulls, it's great. clearing out assholes, fucking grackles, anything. Well, dude, I'll tell you what. So last thing about this. So I'm talking to him. I'm like, oh, you're here tomorrow? He's like, oh, no, it's my, my wife's here tomorrow. It's, you know, the bird, whatever the bird's name will be here. I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> I see her about three, four times that next day. Every time the bird's got his little uh, little leather helmet on that's blocking his vision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. like, what's going on with that ha- that hat? And she's like, well, there's this one lizard that, that keeps coming around and he's going to go nuts. She didn't release the bird once all day. So finally, after I'd had five or six drinks, I kind of walk up to her. I'm like, you know, there's a lot of grackles over there. <laughs> Might want to <laughs> pop that helmet off, let him do some flights. <laughs> I, I'm sure she, she really appreciated that. She loved it. She just kind of went, yeah, that was it. Yeah. So she, she, she didn't, uh, she didn't succumb to your request. No, she didn't rip the helmet off and free the bird. Sadly. <laughs> Dude, Wait, that's t- fucking wild though. Yeah, it was, it was, it was good fun. Uh, the grackles, you know, I, I'm, I'm overblowing it a little bit cause they would dissipate at multi, like there, you would get like an hour where there were no grackles. And then sometimes sure. there would just be fucking thousands. Then but anyway, back. If you're That's if you're hilarious. only listening and not watching, Google Grackle. It is a weird looking fucking bird. Google yeah. Grackle, guys. Yeah. I got I got a news story for once. No Episode way. Episode seventy three. Okay. Here it comes. Everybody's fucking seen this. I posted to our socials the other Dude, day. You're, you're on fuego tonight. Let's see what you got. Don't blow it. I'm not gonna blow it. Okay. Have you guys heard about the chick who got banned from the zoo after claims of an affair with uh, with this chimp? No, thir- I think it's a 38 no. year old. You guys really haven't seen this? It's everywhere. No, have not so seen this, it. This woman, she's they they she's been going there four years, and uh, this chimp I think is in his mid 30s, right? So a nice middle aged chimp, and then uh, and so they banned her because it turns out that the, all of his social circle social circle social circle the the chimp's social circle basically were isolating him because of his relationship with this woman who would come every day for several hours and basically hang out with him. And she claims that they were in love, but oh boy. so what do you guys think Forrest? Do you think, I mean, is this, is this a good thing? A bad thing now that she's banned? <laughs> now that she's banned? I mean, what do you want me to say here? Peter? I'm going to go on, on air and be like, no, it's great. Like bestiality is no, no, so spicy. No, like everyone should question. be doing it. Let me clarify. Is it, will the, will his chimp buddies accept him back into the social circle once, once she's gone? Yeah. Well, for us, what he wants to know is will the chimps allow him back into the social circle? <laughs> right. I've had a few burrs. It's going down. Uh, I, I, Oh boy, there's a lot to unpack here. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, there's a lot. Uh, Patrick, why don't you take a pass? Then I'll jump in. Okay. Well, I didn't realize you were talking about eighty Timmermans of Belgium because, of course, I'd heard that story. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. I don't even. That's right over my head. I don't know. Yeah, what you're that's talking well, here's about. a woman, obviously. I I'm going to defer to you for us because here's the thing. I yeah. thought 80 the Timmermans photos, 80 beers. Okay, go ahead. The photos of 80 Timmermans, who is this Belgian woman who got banned from the zoo, she is hysterically crying. 
as if someone died, right? So whatever was going on in her head that allowed her to claim, one, she's in a, a, a romantic relationship with a chimp and that they're in love with each other, that sh she's never going to see that chimp again. Right. That's gut-wrenching. So I feel bad for her, but I think what Retep is asking for us is, is this good? Should should humans have intimate relationships with, with zoo animals? No! No, this is not good. This is bad. Do you... Do the second she tries to bed that chimp, it's going to rip her face off. That's not. That's not good. Um, the, the, look. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Look. 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 I love my dog. Love him. I am not in love with my dog. I want to have. What? I. I will not have. I will not have intercourse with my dog. I, I shall not do it. Second time you've declared that on air. Are you trying to also compensate for something? Well, you said how many times have before. we talked about bestiality on this show? Obviously, at, more than once. At least um, quite a few. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So this but thing look, will her face off. No, but look, being serious, being serious here. I think the chimp will be fine. I think he'll go back to having chimp friends. Everything will be fine. Okay. Okay. I think Even after the, four years of yeah, isolation? Yeah, I think he'll be fine because he's okay. a chimp. He's not He's not a person. I think that this woman <laughs> is nuts. Does she love the chimp? Totally. Is she in love with him? Maybe, but she's fucked in the head because you shouldn't be in love with a monkey. Like, it's go, it's it's going to rip your face off, lady. And, sure. um, you know, yuck. Like, so, so if this was, Forrest, so if this was a dog and the dog did actually love you back, would this be acceptable is what you're saying? No, this is not acceptable. Don't have sex with other species. What do you, what do you get that? Off. Where did anybody, was anybody talking about sex? Maybe this is a platonic type of love. Well, I guess, yeah. I mean, I, that wasn't, one talking that about wasn't what was inferred dog, when we started discussing this, but... Um, He's hammered, dude. He doesn't even know, <laughs> he doesn't know what's going on anymore. Ultimately, yeah. ultimately, what we've determined here from Forrest is that you should, in fact, get an annual membership to a zoo. Yeah. <laughs> pick the animal that you fancy the most. Yeah. And just form a relationship with it. It'll Its buddies will take them back once you get banned. And just, okay. sma you know, smash your genitals against the glass. Like, see what happens. Like, have some fun while you're at it, you know? Like Dude, you've talked about <laughs> scraping your genitals on bark and smashing them against glass so far in the podcast today. Uh, why are you Why are you picking on me tonight, Ritev? I'm trying to, I'm trying to be fun over here. Because I've had a few drinks. Why are you picking thing. on me? When you, get, when you get drunk, you're lightweight. You've had one True. or two drinks, I know, but you're hammered. Four and a half. You're, you're not as, you're not as quick witted. Your cockiness, it goes down a little. It gives me openings mm. to get in there and fucking, That's you fair. know, razz you a bit. Like I no, got, I, like I, I see get that. Razzed. That yeah. makes sense to be honest. Yeah. Also, I lose the you know, edge. You're yeah. a ginger. So I'm a, excuse me, sir. You're a ginger. You have red How hair. How dare you? How <laughs> dare you? Dude. Um, real quick, Patep, <laughs> could I get a jingle? Could I get a jingle? Cause I think we've derailed enough that it's time for a game. Number one, number two, number three. Yeah. Dead fucking lost. Top three in DFL. I don't know if this was Wild Times Willie or Brosner that came up with this. This is my favorite one ever. Really? Okay. Your top three and dead fucking last accidental causes of death. What are the top three oh, ways okay. you would like to die as part of an accident and the one that's the okay. worst? Uh, nice. I'm happy. I'm happy to go first since I picked it and put a little thought do into it. it. Yeah, do it. It's it's a thinker. Okay. okay. 
And you, God, here's the problem. You guys are both going to be thinking instead of laughing at my jokes. Um, no, 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 no. You're good. You're good. You're good. Right, Make fine. your jokes. Right. Make your stupid uh, jokes. All right. So number three, this is the third best way to die in an accident. I would like to be at a kid's birthday party where the parents are trying to impress everyone by like, you know, having it be really expensive. And there's yeah. a thing that's Flame going bars. around. Yeah, very trendy at kids' birthday parties mm-hmm. is they bring in an, an alpaca. Uh, to, <laughs> okay. to, they rent an alpaca and the kids can can play with the alpaca. So I yeah. want an, I want to be standing close to the pool. I want the alpaca to charge me and sort of knock me <laughs> off my balance. And I hit my head on my way of falling into oh. the pool. And I oh. drown in the pool while I'm unconscious. And ruin all the children. Well, it's it's that I want to ruin the snooty parents' birthday party. You know what I'm saying? No, I mean that's okay. How's that number three? There's no yeah. way you're coming up with oh. two better than that. I've got yeah, two this better. Sounds, it also sounds <laughs> pretty terrible. I mean, okay. I love that. I think it's hysterical. Yeah. It's good. You're traumatizing it's a bunch of children. Hilarious. The rich parents are upset. Who are they going to sue? I don't know. You know, like what a dream. Yeah. The alpaca company. Yeah. What a right, dream. No, no, number what two. A dream. Now this is this has always been. High on the list for me, but it used okay. to be number four. Now it's number two. I want to die as an as a tangential result of a plane crash. But what I'd like to have happen is that the plane crashes high up in the Andes Mountains. We survive. Okay, <laughs> like twenty to twenty five people survive. Now it okay. becomes a battle of of wits to see who's going to outlast the others because the others are now food. Right, sure. the snow is going to yeah. preserve the flesh. Yep. Um, yeah, I got a little Donner Pass situation going on with Sylvester Stallone. It's, it's a Donner Party situation. I am the last yeah. man standing. I eat all of the other passengers, which really Did builds up my first? ego. Of course, yeah. I would. Yeah, I would go for that dark meat, and then uh, fast twitch muscle, baby, and then I die of starvation after surviving a plane crash. Number one, oh, this has been my favorite way to die. That sounds miserable. Okay. I've always wanted I, to die this, this way. so elaborate. I was going to be like trip and hit my head. Now listen, Forrest, I'm with you. We're not going to be this elaborate. Trust uh, no, uh, me. All right. Let, well, I've got to bring, I've gotta bring something to the podcast. Uh, yeah, no, uh, This has been, since no joke, probably since middle school, I've thought this would be the funniest way to die. You're walking through Manhattan with your sweetie. It's Christmas time. You're on your way to go see the tree at Rockefeller Center. There's a light dusting of snow, but the air is just crisp, not too cold. And all of a sudden, you get splatted by a gargoyle that's fallen off a building. And nice. it just splats okay. you. Nice. Uh, I think that's that's my top three. So DFL. This okay. I, Nifty, DFL. all bullshit aside, this has like given me cringy nightmares. Have you guys... <laughs> Forrest, have you had you've had some experience climbing around on glaciers, right? Yeah, sure have. Are you familiar with a Mulan or a Mulin no. or a Mulan? I'm not. I so am basically, not. in Greenland, there the Mulan is like the thing you're the most scared of, and because as we'd be crossing the ice sheet and stuff, you would see these Mulans, and what they are, and I'm, I'm sure I'm saying it wrong, but it's basically a tube that vary in size, but a lot of them are like maybe I don't know two feet in diameter and these these are just tubes from how the ice forms that just drop down and you can look down in one and it's like it's endless yeah 
And it's I'm a look, very I'm looking real at him possibility. Now. I've seen him. I didn't know the name of it. Yeah. And sometimes very they'll, cool. you can follow a Mulan and it, it like just cuts under the ice down like 30 feet. And then you can sort of see where it cuts in mm-hmm. to the glacier. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's the whole reason why you rope together when you're crossing the ice sheet. Because if someone falls in one of those Mulans, you're gone. You're going to have the oh, fun water slide. And then you're stuck underneath a glacier with no chance of anyone getting you out. That's the dead fucking last. That's nightmarish. Okay. That's absolutely nightmarish. Let me go second just to get this. Go for it, man. Go for it. I mean, Pat's Pat's obviously been contemplating this for many decades. Clearly. Um, Also, just fantastic storyteller. Mine are going to be more just premises of of things. (laughs) There won't be these elaborate ways and contraptions and stories. But there will be an underlying theme to all the ways that I want to go one through three, and then DFL will be different. But okay. so number three, uh, straight up, I would just like to be laying peacefully in my bed, and perhaps a brown recluse or another very poisonous spider <laughs> just scurries into my mouth, and I swallow it, and I never wake up. Sounds That's great. Not how that works, but okay. yeah, yeah, the venomous Listen, spiders I, don't uh, poison you when you eat uh, them. Maybe, maybe it will lay eggs in my mouth in the middle of the night. They'll all hatch, and I'll be, I'll be poisoned yep. times a million. Perfect. I hope that happens. Love it. Yeah. Okay. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So second, and I've thought a lot about this in my uh, in my day uh, since I've been about fifteen. Just. Just straight up fucking alcohol poisoning. It'd be great. <laughs> I mean, you you, you oh, feel great. You know, you're having a great fucking time for the <laughs> evening. You go to sleep again. Never wake up. Perfect. Yeah. Number two. By the way, they say if you die while you're doing what you love, that's a good way to go. And that's Ritep true. Likes to cocktail. Yeah, that so, is true. <laughs> Akin, akin to that, um, but not exactly that. My number one way to go would be on like a nice, a nice cruise, a around the world cruise. That one that costs wow. seventy thousand dollars, yeah, almost okay. a year. You know that one that's uh, super. And then, uh, in a similar fashion, I'd like to get, I'd, I'd like to be just blackout drunk, uh, yep. maybe somewhere in Greenland or the Arctic or wherever the water is very cold, and then just kind of. I'll be blacked out. I'll fall over the railing into the freezing cold water and just never wake up. So that sounds wonderful. Be, it sounds pretty pleasant if you yeah, ask that me. Was, by the way, yours were pretty creative after you uh, after you yeah. pooped on yourself no, there. Seriously, oh, yeah. those weren't bad at all. I, I, I I'm very curious why two of the three are just about getting really drunk. But you know, we'll address we'll address that at a later best. time. Okay, let, yeah. let me ask you this: What do they do? What What do they do when you're in hospice? Right? They try to make you as comfortable as can be True. while you die. It's essentially my version of hospice: is just getting okay. inebriated. That's, that's that's an idea. If all right, DFL. Pills, right, what's, what are you scared DFL, of? My yeah. DFL friends. I worked, I worked at a place called Cub Foods. It's a grocery store back in the day. And every day I would have to go into this back room and uh, put these boxes into a contraption that smashes them down very slowly, Ooh. a compactor. Oh, so, boy. And oh, every boy. time I went in there, I was like, I could easily fall in there and I would have no, it would just keep coming and it would be the worst 30 seconds of my life as I slowly, friends, was crushed to death in a trash compactor. And that is my death fucking last. Yeah, nobody wants that. That sounds absolutely awful. 
You don't um, think the machine would have been like object too fat can't crush? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! All right, very good, very good. All right, top three accidental causes of death. And I, okay. I, I, I'm so sorry to interrupt you, but this is Are someone you? talking who is definitely going to die because of Thank an you. interaction with, with wildlife. Thank and you. And that's, that's fascinating to me, so I'm excited. It's very helpful. And mine are all personal personal no pressure. feelings as well. So, yeah, thank you. That's very, very nice, Patrick. Um, <laughs> top three. Oh, boy. Okay, so coming in third place, it's an obvious one for me. It's, it's, it's snake bite. It would just be terrible. Mine are not fun and like lighthearted. I would, I would be like, okay, this. If I have to go third to last, this is it, right? Does now that make why sense? Why is that? Now, why venomous, is now, which snake would you like to be bitten by? Which type of no, toxin? I wouldn't. I wouldn't like to be any. That's my whole point. This is like my. This is the bottom of the barrel. Um, but if I have so to you, go, okay. no, no, I, I get how the game works. I, I'm yeah, just yeah, explaining. Yeah. If I okay. have to go, and this is what's going to happen: accidental death. It. it at least put me out with a snake. Like it just seems yeah. fitting. I fiddled with all of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> I I don't know if there's a one that's going to hurt less than the others. Like, is there a sleepy snake that I can get? Cause that would be, <laughs> right. that just you feel like you were shot up with heroin. That'd be great. Right. Yeah. yeah. The heroin snake. Oh, you, don't have to pick snake, a, yeah. you don't have to pick a snake. We get it. Venomous snake. Uh, can we make it makes that? sense. Can we breathe that into existence? The heroin yeah. snake. It'd be great. Uh, that sounds, that sounds a treat. Um, yeah. number two, and this is one that I, I used to, th so when I was younger, I really, really wanted to be like a very competitive rugby player. I wanted to play professionally. I was too busy chasing animals and I wasn't that athletic. So those two things didn't help. But, um, <laughs> I, I always thought how fucking cool would it be to be a professional rugby player? And when I was like, do you remember when PCP was a thing? People were talking oh, yeah. about PCP. Angel dust. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It sounded, when I was like 17, 18, it sounded fantastic. And I'll tell you why. Here's my number two accidental death. Because I had this idea that maybe one day I would just OD on PCP and run onto the rugby field. Because this was back when I thought PCP basically just gave you superpowers and you couldn't feel pain. And I would just go onto the rugby field and just smash everybody and OD on PCP. But go out, go out a champ. Like just go out on top. You're getting the ball. You're running through everybody. Your arms are flailing behind you because they're both broken. Your neck's askew. Like, your head's on your shoulder. But you don't care. You're not feeling it. You're on PCP. I like your it. Your neck's askew. Yeah. Okay. But, but you're, so you're, you're, you're smashing so hard in this game that you're also, your femur's broken. Your ankle's Everything. twisted backwards. Everything. Yeah. But you yeah, don't know. Superhuman. Your yeah. ribs are literally puncturing your lungs. You're so smashed. Oh. But you're so high on PCP. You're just, I love this. You're just scoring score after score. Everybody's like, have you seen Forrest out there? There's not one guy that can stop him. Like, he <laughs> right. just, just bit right. a guy's face off in that last his tackle. His fucking yeah. over here. Just yeah. yeah, his head is dangling to the side, and he's still running the ball in every play. I, I really um, like this for you. I like this for you a lot. You. It's a yeah. good one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, thank you. And my number one, and this is a, this is a true story, um, because this happened, swear to God, at least according to my mother, this happened to like my great uncle. So my family's originally British, right? Like before they moved to Africa and spread out all over the world, they're from England. And my great uncle or whatever he was, was sitting at a high tea when uh, underneath a greenhouse, when a pane of glass dislodged from the heat within the greenhouse, slid down and perfectly decapitated him 
in full oh black tie, God. in full black tie at a high tea with a hundred people around. True story oh. happened to my uncle. Head Holy rolled shit. off on the table. Glass shattered. Wait, was that your number one? That's your number that's one? That's my number yeah, one. Yeah, that's number just, one. So, just, so what's your DFL? This is to have that great. happen again. I just think that would be like, it's like a family <laughs> tradition at that point. I, I um, also like that because you're, it's unexpected. So you're just dead. Again, it's the same thing as never waking up. Like just you're there and then right. gone. You never right. knew. Fantastic. Maybe not as fun as the PCP rugby game, but still, still pretty <laughs> solid. Not, not um, DFL, DFL, DFL. Uh, this the is, worst this is, way to go. It's it's my nightmare. I mean, it's it's something I'm terrified of, quite frankly, being buried alive. So, oh, oh yeah. God. I'm Bad. like caving. I'm in a tube. I'm in a pinch. I'm in a squeeze. Oh, no. I don't know what happens. There's an earthquake. You know, some Mitchell's yelling because he stubbed his toe in the background and the seismic activity of his noisy ass is making, uh, <laughs> making things shift. And I'm just getting buried alive. And not quickly. It's not like, boom, dump of dirt oh. and, you know, out of breath. It's like... You're feeling the earth like cover you and you're watching it black out bit by bit. Oh my God. Stop. It's my nightmare. Please stop. People have stopped listening already. When you told, when you told that story about, uh, when you, when you use the rope to go down into the water and you go into caves under there yeah, and then yeah, it yeah. fucking was just that one story where it went black and you lost the rope for a minute. Yep. I was literally like, this is, this is my nightmare. <laughs> yeah, here, so here bad. you are, but here you are saying it's the worst way to go. Yet you put yourself in situations where this might actually happen to you. No, I'm yeah, but dude. Uh, so far I just worked my way out of it, but I just don't want that to happen. <laughs> Man, it won't. I'll, I, See, I, that I think it will. Snake bite I think will. It will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys suck. But, dude, guys, on the heels of that, I, I just came up with a great business plan. I think it's going to make us millions. All right. Oh, it's quick. It. I'm in. It's very simple. S- say no more. Take my money. I'll invest. Agreed. Wait, no. Yeah. <laughs> Let, we're going to make venomous snakes, but instead of venom, we're going to somehow get them to, like we said, bite and produce heroin, and then we sell them Smart. to junkies and dealers. Can yeah. this be done, Forrest? Can it be uh, done? One hundred percent by by science. Yes. Like we can yeah. breed a viper with a heroin syringe, and and we'll have these snakes, or what? You know, that's an interesting. So here's something, real quick. So rattlesnake venom is like extremely potent bee venom, right? I don't know if anybody knew that. Huh. That's I did not know that. That's yeah, so it's very similar, and bee venom is used to treat arthritis. Right. So if you look at it that way and you're like, hey, if you took the right components within rattlesnake venom, you could treat arthritis with the snake bite. You know, what's to say that we can't find ourselves a little little blow snake, you know, a little cocaine snake. And you just make them, you know, you just just get them all hopped up and who knows what happens. I I, I don't know how this stuff works. Yeah. Forrest, you're not taking me seriously. I want to know, can a snake be bred to bite (laughs) and release heroin? Can it be done? I don't know the answer to that, Ritep, but you know what? God damn it. Yes. I'm going to say yes. I'll tell you why. Here's why. Here's why. Are you ready? Here's why. I'll tell you why. I'm ready, baby. I've been ready all my life. Tarika Terosa, the California rough skin newt, has a very toxic poison in its skin, right? It has skin glands that are toxic. Now, when a garter snake eats enough of those, it starts to actually acquire, uh, through bioaccumulation, venom that is semi-potent. Because it's eaten enough of these garter snakes. So 
What I'm saying is, all we need to do is get garter snakes and get heroin and feed them a lot of heroin and then start having them bite you, Ritep, and you'll get heroin snakes. I'm in. Listen, all right, I'm going to get this started. What do we got (laughs) next? I got to get out of here soon. I got to work on this. (laughs) Battle Royale jingle, mate. I dare you. I think I know what time it is. What time is it? Do you know what time it is? Time! What? The Battle Denon at Denon underscore O2. Battle of the Giants. Thank you for this. He says, Battle of the Giants. You must pick the head, body, legs that are of three animals that are all smaller than an elephant. But when you combine them, they will be the size of an elephant. Oh, that's it's a fight till death. Or the whole, no, the whole thing combined. Okay, the whole gotcha. thing whole combined thing has combined to be the size of an size. elephant. But each of the three animals needs to be a little smaller than an elephant on their own. So it's a fight till death. It takes place in the middle of Manhattan. The winner takes all. I, I like it. I like it because I it precludes it. me from pick, just picking an elephant. Um, it does. Which apparently <laughs> the Brosners hate. Uh, Forrest, why don't you go first? Because I have okay. to think. It's going to be tough. Um, I have to think. Okay. Okay, I'm going to go body of a bombardier beetle. So if you remember the bombardier beetle, I think we've discussed it before, is an acid-shooting beetle. Now, you scale that up to the size of an elephant, you're talking hundreds of gallons of acid coming out the backside of that beetle, elephant-sized. You're going to melt skyscrapers. Let me, let me ask you a question Christ. here. I, I need clarification. Um, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, I got you. Tri- I came, came in hard. Are we yeah. trying to so are, do our three Oof. body parts have to actually equal the size of an elephant? Is that what we're saying? No, I thought it was just any three animals and then scaled up to be elephant sized. Okay. Am I is taking that, that wrong? Is? That's what that's what I think we should go with. Even though that's Did not I what I was up? thinking. No, <laughs> I, no, that's correct. That is correct. Okay. <laughs> bird. okay, that's fine. So that's good. That's much easier for me. I'll Sorry, I might have I might have butchered that, but now no, that's how we're playing. Good. That's how we're doing it, baby. Yeah. All right. Pat, you want to go? No, okay, I'm up. Yeah, okay, yeah. man. Well, listen, I haven't picked my my favorite animal to pick in a while. So I'm going with the Herpes. L- no, the <laughs> legs and limbs of my friend. No, the no, ex. limbs are separate, dude. What's That's, wrong with different. you? It's different. It's different. Same as you always. You know how a battle royale works. Head, body, legs. <laughs> Legs, whatever. Shut the fuck up. Limbs and legs are the same thing. What are you babbling you, about? You said body. You said, you said body. No. You said, you said. I'm going with the said. limbs, the tentacles of an octopus, gentlemen. Okay? okay. It will have fucking eight arms, limbs, tentacles, whatever you want to call them. And they will be the size that's of an elephant trunk. That's right. Each terrifying. one, size of an elephant trunk. It's a good pick. It's a good pick. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, if I'm going to You got just, news. You got good picks on the trying beat. to buy himself more time. No, I'm going to win right now. I'm going to take the limb. I'm going to start with my limbs. Because okay. once I scale these up to be the size of an elephant, this is truly terrifying. I'm taking the limbs of a mantis shrimp and the punch Ooh. power. Wow. It's ridiculous. I, like I mean, that. you've seen like when like in the early Superman movies where he punches someone and they fly up into the atmosphere. That's, oh, yeah. My math says that's what would actually happen <laughs> if something the size of an that. elephant had the punching power of a mantis shrimp. So that's going Fantastic. to be... Thank you. That's going to be my I, I legs. Literally, what else, friend? What else, friend? 
No, I literally think that that would like that would be like a superhero movie where like the X-Man screams and the whole world like vibrates. You know what I'm talking about? Like that's what it'd be insane. That's what would happen. Yeah. Then Pat, your second pick. I want I want to really I don't know why I want this so badly, but I want the body to be sort of the torso of popular actor Jason Momoa. I want I want like I want pecs and chest hair and and like attractive abs and a tan because I I've already got this punch power and so I want to make mine sort of humanoid because after I win this battle royale in Manhattan I'm going to sell this thing as an attraction and I want people to sort of be like, oh, it kind of looks like me. Such an exploitive piece of shit. It's so weird. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll let the brosters decide, guys. Or no, is you're... this me? This is me again? Nope. Okay. You're next. All right. Guys, my head, face, mouth, whatever you want to call it, will head. be that of a chameleon. That's right. It has the longest tongue in the animal kingdom and one of the fastest muscles in the animal kingdom. Now, I'm obviously reading from Google, and I didn't know this until just now. It extends more than twice its body length, and get this, packs 14,000 watts of power per kilo. So you guys are fucked. It's going to be the longest. It's going to circumnavigate the globe at least five times and very powerful. It's going to be bigger than Earth itself. What are you basing all of this information on? I just read it on fucking Google, science.com. Okay. All right. ScienceMag.org. Right. Very okay. strange. This All right. is bizarre. Very, very odd what pick. I got octopus fucking tentacles, eight arms, and then I have a chameleon tongue that is going to fucking produce 14,000 watts of power per kilo for the size of this animal. So when this okay. animal is inevitably the size of an elephant... You guys are fucked. This is going to be able to take down no, skyscrapers. It's, it's, and it's definitely going to tickle us with its tongue. No doubt about it. Tickle it's going to be guys, very ticklish. Smash, smash um, you and your families with its tongue. All right. All right. That's something. I'm off. Um, I'm going to go for the limbs, specifically the flighted appendages of a dragonfly. Now, think of the way a dragonfly flies with those crazy beating wings on First, top of a first form of flight on earth really i didn't know that that's interesting so i've got the weird legs i've got the crazy sort of helicopter wings of a dragonfly on this bombardier beetle's body which is shooting acid now this is all scaled up to be the size of an elephant and what's what 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 what's what's the worst kind of pollution i'll tell you what it was because i went to uc santa barbara and lived in isla vista it's it's noise pollution. Noise all right? pollution. It's the worst. So I'm giving myself the head of a howler monkey. All right. <laughs> oh, you, we, oh my we are God. howler you, monkey fans on this podcast, ladies dude, and gentlemen. Imagine that scaled no. up to elephant head size. Like imagine the sound yeah. amplification of just that, like yeah. hoo, 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 just like oh my. You, 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 I think your head would just explode from the sound. If if my yeah. if my animal's tongue can take down a skyscraper, <laughs> your howler monkey is going to destroy every window in that skyscraper oh, dude, it's, before. It's, it's going to be awful. So yeah, it's 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 a hellish looking creature. But you got okay. sound, you got acid, you got flight. I mean, it's a mess. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. Peter. All right. All right. So, gentlemen, I'm left with the body, and surprisingly, 
Nobody has given their creature the power of flight yet. I, and what? Were you listening what? a second ago? What? Literally one second. What, what's my, what are my appendages? I don't know. Anyway, so my <laughs> animal. <laughs> He's got dragonfly wings, boy. We ah, just talked about this, like, in depth. I've been Googling my animal the whole time. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but I, I do like the howler monkey head. I can't. Thank you. I just can't process two animals at once. I can only, yeah, put, understood, I can only understood. take one. It's a lot. Okay, so I am going to have the body, wings, and obviously diving ability of the peregrine falcon. So you're going to have an animal with the fastest, largest tongue in the world, strongest tongue, mixed with an eight-tentacled lower half, size of an elephant, remember, and then the body of a peregrine, peregrine falcon, which can dive up to 380 kilometers per hour. Yes, I used kilometers because I'm looking at Google. <laughs> you don't <laughs> You know what, look, that, that is even uglier than my creature. I mean, the body of a peregrine falcon, eight octopus tentacles, and the head of a chameleon, I mean, is... It's, it's a mess. It's a mess. It's a mess. mess. Uh, I can't so, it. So, look, I have a mantis shrimp punch power, yeah. which my math says if scaled up to the size of a 13,000-pound elephant, would it generate... More Newtons each time it punched in energy <laughs> than 200 of the atomic bombs that we dropped on yeah. Hiroshima and Nagasaki. <laughs> I don't so know if that's know accurate, Pat's so math, but that's devastating. He's, he's literally not so, been engaging because he's been Googling for the past I've, I've 10 minutes. I've been doing minutes. the math. No, he's been I've, doing I've, Pat's math. I've been he's doing, been doing a bunch Pat's of math. math. So, so yeah. anyway, so <laughs> I've got Jason Momoa's very attractive shirtless body, and Indeed, he now lovely. has these these sort of these these shrimp shrimpy arms that can generate more power than 200 atomic bombs. So I don't need any more fierce power. What I need is anything. What I need now is I need him to be a tactician because again, when one is fighting against two, which my creature will be doing, the brain power is going to be a big thing. So I'm going to take one of the most brilliant tacticians of all time, Napoleon Bonaparte, the famous... Navy. Two humans, the head of Napole, the head and brain of Napoleon. Now Napoleon, this, not this the stature, bullshit. however. No, I don't want the All stature. Right. Now Napoleon was <laughs> a great ahead. military commander, but ridiculous. But, hang on, hang on. <laughs> he was lost. a great military commander and tactician. But did you know that the reason there are sleeve uh, buttons on the sleeves of a men's suit coat is because Napoleon invented it? Here's why. He was sick of oh watching my. his Navy sailors wipe their noses on their sleeve. And so no he way. said, yeah, so he said, I'll put these buttons on the sleeve. I'm interested in this, Forrest. This is ridiculous. <laughs> he said, I'll put buttons on the sleeve. They'll stop wiping their noses. It'll still look attractive. And Bob's your uncle. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it's absurd. You pick two humans in an animal battle royale game. And I just, I cannot accept that. It's brilliant. Uh, he's, he's the guy. I don't need anything else. Got a brilliant tactician, pick, an attractive male so Pat, body. Yeah. So Pat picked yeah. two humans and <laughs> one animal in a battle royale that's supposed to be all animals. So, but in that. fairness, like the, the idea, if his, if Pat's math is correct and a single mantis strip scaled up to the size of an elephant is the same as six atomic bombs or whatever he said, 
that's the end of the world if he fires <laughs> once. <laughs> but why it's am a, I not getting? Why am I not getting credit for my fourteen thousand? Watts of power per kilogram on my fucking animal's head. No, you on my should. Body. I that's think right. you should. I just don't know that that's world ending because it's like it's I, it like is. a giant the sticky earth, hand. No, the earth you know can't why? even hold that amount of weight up. It will just fall into the abyss and destroy everything. That's yeah. right. Okay. All right. Yes. Well, let's let the brosters yes. decide. Why don't you guys weigh in? Let us know on iTunes. If you listen on iTunes, let us know on, on YouTube. Come hang out on the Patreon. We do this thing on Patreon. We do it twice a week. We have more studio <laughs> stuff there. Sounds like we're going to do a live Taco Bell t- tasting over there. Yeah. That'll be fun. We are. I'm really yeah, excited just, about that. That's what the rest <laughs> of the Patreon will be from now on. It's just, <laughs> it's just live Taco <laughs> Bell new tasting. items, food reviews. Um, yeah, so, yeah, we give us, you know, leave us a review. Let us know who won the Battle Royale. Is it Patrick's Jason Momoa Napoleon Bonaparte uh, mantis shrimp creature? Because maybe. Sounds terrifying. Um, <laughs> is it Peter's chameleon head on a peregrine falcon body with octopus limbs? I mean, I, I literally don't know what that looks like because it's such a goddamn train wreck, but it sounds awful. Right, um, and keep in mind the peregrine falcon body gone. is just a useless body with no wings because they the appendages are octopus. I said I can dive at 340 Not when it can't fly. It's with very tentacles and a ridiculously powerful, strong, long tongue, Doesn't mouth, and have head. wings, can't fly. <laughs> Two humans in an animal battle royale. Ridiculous. <laughs> can't fly. Or is it my bombardier acid-shooting beetle the size of an elephant with dragonfly wings and legs and a howler monkey's head. I think the worst part there is definitely the sound. Um, let us know. Weigh in. Peter, well, do the thing. He, he's frozen again. Oh, there, there he is. Go. He said goodnight. We got, it. we got the tag out. I'm here. Listen, I'm here. Guys, first of all, please leave us a comment about on a scale from 1 to 10 how drunk you think Forrest has been throughout this podcast. <laughs> it's like a 2 and then right yeah, after you're done rating him, go to the wildtimespodcast.com forward slash info for all the links to everything. And seriously, check out the fucking Patreon. There's We're doing things like extinct or alive memorable moments where Pat and Forrest break down the entire two seasons full of episodes, talk about their favorite, most memorable moments. Darwin Awards, all the shit you guys fucking love that we can't put on love YouTube it. or we'll get sued for because we can't talk about <laughs> is on the Patreon. And uh, that is all at the wild times podcast.com forward slash info direct link to the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash wild times pod and quick shout out to my man, Kyle Fitzgerald at Kyle Fitzgerald underscore at the end of his name has been helping me a shitload with a lot of the editing and the tedious bullshit with the podcast. Check him out. He's fucking awesome. He takes pictures, he shoots shit and he edits. Pictures, yeah, yeah. If you want to see some of his pictures, go check it out. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Play the outro. Wild times. Nice. Forrest, enjoy that Lou Malnati's deep dish tomorrow, son. Oh, I'm going to eat so much pizza and get so fat. You're going to do the impeccable. I'm going to do gonna three be- push-ups and eat a gallon of pizza. Jungle smart. Tomato fat. Good night. Good night. Look at Patrick pulling a Captain Morgan over there. Absolutely. <laughs> Yuck. He's got a dope dad bod. Look at those shorts. Are those shorts? Yeah, the shorts? shorts are nice. The shorts are really nice. Look expensive. What are you talking about dad bod. Wild times.